took the bread out of the cup. I can tell like a take from you. I got the California Razor Cousin doing all me a virgin. And the Dara Ann Frank doing all me a virgin. And my first slipper. Tiny Timber stepped on to the toilet. So what? You ball peen jack of meters. I'll stuck the bread out of the cup. I can tell like a take from you. You know, you took the bread out of the marriage. You're never going to get this business. Down the beach. Go down the beach. You know, you take the chicken off the back. Well, see if this is clear enough. Give me your badge. And this time you won't get it back. Think of the worst day that you've ever had at your job. Just think about it. Okay. Have you ever been yelled at like that by your boss? My job's too low stakes to be yelled at like that, Drew. <laughs> like, <laughs> life on the line, blowing up city blocks. Yeah. Have you ever been... They, he, they were dressed down. That's a dressing down. It's a, dress, if, a, dress, if, it's a strip down. If I've ever heard one. He he got rocked. <laughs> he owned his life. You recover but, from that? I don't know you don't recover from that. No. Oh. I mean, that kid at least had a, a mini internship there, a foray into the real world. I don't care how many movies that kid's seen, he would cry. <laughs> I would cry if I got yelled at like that. <laughs> Welcome back. This is The Last Row Podcast. If you're looking for us on the interwebs, thelastrowpodcast.com, on Twitter at The Last Row Pod, Facebook.com slash The Last Row Pod, Google Plus, Google Play, iTunes. Leave us a five star review. Thanks to everybody that's done so so far. What's going on, Batway? Back again. Back again for Last Action Hero, episode 66. Arnold Schwarzenegger, fantasy slash action slash movie inside a movie movie, directed by John McTierman. McTiernan of Die Hard fame, six point three out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes, thirty five percent. Too low, way too low, way too low. Following the death of his father, young Danny Madigan, 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 stupid name. Why? Why make the kid's name un- unsayable? Like, <laughs> couldn't they just call him Danny Smith? <laughs> Madigan. He just goes by Danny. So you want to say Mag Mag Magadan? Magadan, but it's Madigan. <laughs> Whatever. Takes comfort in watching action movies featuring the indestructible Los Angeles cop Jack Slater. After being given a magic ticket by theater manager Nick, that TV station guy from Mrs. Doubtfire, <laughs> Drew, master of that guy from that thing. I told you I'd slip it in there. Danny is sucked into the screen and bonds with Slater. When evil fictional villain Benedict gets his hands on the ticket and enters the real world, Danny and Jack must follow and stop him. So, a couple things about this synopsis here. I don't here. like it. You talk about... Movie names. Now, action movie guys are typically action movie guys. <laughs> typically, action movie characters have solid names. Yeah, you think about Mason Storm. Oh yeah, you think about names that you know these guys have had. John Matrix, Detective John Spartan, John Matrix. Yeah, Jack Slater, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. But it could be better. You know, who could, you know who could be better? Benedict. Be- that's where Benedict. I was going. <laughs> See, that's where it's going. Even though he betrayed his boss, so I guess it makes sense. Yeah. Benedict. Right? Did, just, did I just get you? Yeah, you just got me. It's still a bad name. You just got like me it. right there. I like it. No, and, and Tony Vivaldi, like there were some good Italian names, and I, I was reading some trivia, which we'll get to at the end. Louis the Fart? Yeah, that's a good L- one, too. Louis the, the Fart. <laughs> that's a good one. But Vivaldi, I guess a lot of these are plays on classical, like, yeah. classical characters. Mozart. Mozart. <laughs> Mozart. <Yeah>. Mozart. <laughs> There's some good good uh, breaking the fourth wall, very, very small jokes in this movie. But um How do you get to Carnegie Hall? <laughs> Practice. <laughs> it's so stupid that it's funny. But the director, John McTiernan, I joked about it before, but this is the same guy that directed Die Hard Predator, The Hunt for Red October, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. 
And then he also directed some other BS crap. That's all right, but Die Hard with Vengeance is like one of my all-time favorite movies. Yeah, that's a great, yeah. great movie. The first movie I rented that was rated R by myself. You you physically dropped the card? I went to Lane Co., dropped it down, <laughs> said, I'm taking this. <laughs> Nothing you can do about it. Were you of, advisory's off. Were you of age? No, but I, my mom didn't have restriction on the Lane Co. video card. So did you, you popped it down. I slapped it down. I said, you're going to rent me this shit. Did I ever tell you the time that I went to buy Mortal Kombat and I was with my great aunt and I had yeah. it, I, bought, I bought Mortal Kombat 2 for Game Gear or something, right? Yeah. And it was just after the MPAA, or not the MPAA, the, whatever the video game, the game rating stuff are. is that, right? Yeah. And it was rated MA. Yeah. And the person behind the desk at KB Toys said to my aunt, who was my guardian in that moment, yes. said, are you sure you want to buy this? This is MA. And it's like, she's, She's, of course, buying it for me. What a we dick. walked. She tried it. This person tried to stop me from playing Mortal Kombat. Oh, man. I wasn't that young. Well, when I was in the movie business, Drew, or working at Blockbuster, <laughs> anytime there was a restriction on, like, so you, you pull up a customer's yeah. account, and the first thing that pops up, and, like, it freezes the screen and asks you a question. This account, this account is, um, this like is a minor. A, you, you, you scan a movie, and if it's rated R, it goes. This is an R-rated movie. Are you sure you want to continue? Like yeah. it does that. You know what I mean? Bypass that shit. <laughs> I, 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 don't even give a, I don't care if the kid's 12 years old. You don't care. Psh, bypass it. Doesn't matter to me. See, we're five minutes in and we're already like way off topic. That, yeah. This is how it's going to be today, everybody. Yeah. We, we, this is this movie's about so nothing. I am the opposite of that jerk that you ran across there. <laughs> Let the kid have it his fun, like man. It was like KB Toys. And entertainment. The, it was clearly yeah. a gift to me. Kid wants to write a manual in space. I'm going to let him. <laughs> All right? <laughs> Oh my god. Tagline for this movie. Uh this isn't the movies anymore. Weak. Nah, weak, weak ass tagline. It's definitely the movies. Do better than that. It's actually inside of the movies. Yeah. Budget 85 million. Return on investment bad way. What are we looking at? 137.3. Do you consider that a flop? It should have done better. You got Schwarzenegger in it. Should have done better. You would think yeah. that it would probably gross maybe like Two? Maybe I'm surprised two? they only made it for $88 million. Oh, there's a lot of explosions there, in this movie. Yeah, I guess the CG was a little weak in some spots. Like when he yeah. dodged the hatchet at one point, it well, looked definitely green screen. The actor budget wasn't that high because Charles Dance couldn't have been going for that much no. at the time, right? This is... Uh, Character you know, actor. We got back just to Arnold. Back to back, back to back weeks of Game of Thrones alumni here. Yeah. Pre-alumni. Oh, yeah. You know, you have Tywin Lannister, Tywin Lannister here. Man. Great, He's, great choice. He is Tywin Lannister at this point. He's awesome. Know? So this movie, let's talk a little bit about how it was marketed because we talk about the money, the return on investment didn't seem like it made that much. I still think it, it made enough. It, it made wasn't enough. a bomb. No, it, but it I want to, it was a, it was a disappointment. Yeah. Disappointment, yeah. I think is the best yeah. way to put it. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about who this was marketed towards because I don't remember the first time I saw this. Yeah. I, I, I think I saw it. I didn't see it in the theater, but I think right. I saw it on TV or rental or something. Yeah. It's a PG 13 movie. It's not really marketed towards kids, but it kind of is, but it's not really marketed towards the adults either. It's in this weird gray area. Now, I'm going to go on record and say this is one of my favorite Schwarzenegger movies right. with time. This yeah. this movie is it's fun to watch. It's entertaining as hell. Yeah. And I think it does hold up today. But who was this marketed towards? I think it was marketed toward kids. I remember seeing the commercials as a kid and I feel like I recall the trailer being very kid-friendly, as, as much as you can be as a Schwarzenegger movie with guns and everything like that. But I saw it I saw it as a youth. I don't think I saw it in the theater. As a youth. And I remember, I'm pretty sure I had it for VHS, and I remember it 
and you could watching it now, you can tell that it's definitely it's PG thirteen, but it's like they're going for twelve, and and as an adult, an adult can also enjoy it too. But I feel like it's definitely skewed towards the youth. Yeah, and I, I remember this movie had a bad rap for many years, and I feel like people have come around on it a little bit where yeah. they appreciate it now because of who Schwarzenegger is, like as an actor, and maybe the other types of movies that he's made. I guess disappointment was a good way to say it because maybe yeah. people were expecting something. And you said this before we recorded. Like, I don't want to get all meta here, yeah. but like, I don't know what it was. And I, I totally agree with what you said. There was something off about it this time that I watched it. Yeah. It just seemed a little off. And I can't right. put my finger on why. Well, we're going to get into maybe why as we talk about the first character. Let's talk about this kid. This kid sucks. This kid sucks. If if we're rating him on all of the kids that we've done, so if we if I gave this kid a score, right? Yeah. If I, if I say one to ten, he's getting a zero because right. I thought he was awful. But let, he's, let, let, he's definitely the worst act, child actor that we reviewed on this show. Let's be fair though; I feel like we always give the kid a zero in every movie. Is that bad. is that our is this us or is it these kids? No, I want to know. I thought that the kid in Jack Frost was pretty good. Uh, yeah, he was all right. He was better than these guys. Yeah. You know who the best actor, the child actor that we had on this? Who was it? Is Oscar from Ghostbusters 2. He was <laughs> he was, he sold being a baby yeah. very well. Yeah, you know, he's actually he was actually it's 12 the twins. He, he was actually 12 when he did the movie, you know, he's a pretty good job. You know, how they play old, they play younger. <laughs> it's, yeah. I I think Oscar no. is probably the best I, actor. I have a feel, I've, now this is we got to look at the mirror here, Drew. I feel like this is us. We're too hard on them? We're too hard on all these kids, I feel. We're always giving kids bad scores. Actually, Jingle All the Way. Or is it just the 90s is just, just have bad child actors? Because it didn't movies? matter. Who cares? Like At this point, for them, they're like, whatever, we got Schwarzenegger. We could get somebody. You know, It doesn't Man, matter. Here's this, here's this kid. He kind of looks tough. He talks tough. He has got a New York attitude. Let's put him in the movie. He's, he's signed for the bare minimum. His parents aren't dicks. There we go. Yeah. Let's sign him. I thought... He was actually probably worse. Darth Vader from freaking Jingle All the Way. <laughs> he was bad. He he was very bad in that. But I, I don't know. We've had some other good ones. The Mighty Ducks kids are all pretty good. Those yeah, are child actors. Yeah, uh, this, that, 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 it's they, not like, they were probably cast with a more scrutinized. <laughs> they they were the centerpiece of the yeah, film. Yeah, like this kid. But you could argue this kid is just as important as Schwarzenegger. It's He's the co, main character. He actually is. He is the main character. Yeah, he is. And I don't know his delivery of the lines was like cringeworthy to me. And yeah. he's always he's always been whiny to me, but he was extra whiny this time I watched it. Well, here's the main problem. Here's the reason why I think this movie suffers. And it's part of it is script and his, and his lines. He is explaining every single thing that's going on on the screen. Like, for example, at the end of the movie when he's trying to find the other half of the ticket to save Jack Slater's life. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh... How could you? He's going through all the tickets. He goes to the ticket box. He goes, tickets, oh, they're all gold. They're all gold. He's searching through the tickets. Like, you don't have to explain that. They're all gold. And he's like, we got to get you back in the movie. We got to get you back in the movie. We know we have to get you back in the movie. You don't have to say it. You're going to die if I don't get you in. It's implied on the screen, right? Trust the viewer, Hollywood. Trust us. Yeah, and that's the writer's fault for me. He's not ad-libbing that shit. I, I thought this kid... This kid was was extra whiny, yeah. and I just couldn't take it. I couldn't take his haircut. I thought his haircut was annoying too. Yeah. It was a little little weird. Right. I just thought he was over the top dramatic. But here's 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 the other thing. Or I my view that this is a kid's movie dressed up as a PG thirteen movie is that to a kid, and I bet back I can't remember what I thought back then, but I probably enjoyed this kid back then because 
this kid is us, like watching the movie. Yeah, he's the he's viewer. like pointing out all the flaws of the movie. Oh, this is a movie. Oh man, you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Like he's saying this out loud, and it's like our voice in our heads as yeah. kids. And we're probably thinking, yeah, he's right. You know what I mean? Instead of just watching the movie like we should be doing. How old were you in, what is this, 1993? I was nine. So you were nine. Nine So how old do you think this kid was in the movie? Oh, probably like 12. Uh, the one scene where he was in class, it looked like based on the subject matter, you know, watching Hamlet, right? Yeah. I'm going to say he's between 11 and 13. You brought up one of my favorite parts, just the little cut-ins of yeah. of that. And I read about this after after watching the movie. There was a lot, of, a lot of unused footage of things like that, especially the Hamlet scene, which I thought yeah. was hilarious. Shades of uh, sidekicks. Yeah, right? it was great. <laughs> yeah. Daydreaming. Man, give me sidekicks yeah. too with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he goes in the movie. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about this kid and just what does he do, right? So you said in the, the synopsis in the beginning, it sounds like his father had passed away so he lives in this this dumpy ass apartment in hey, I don't man. know where. Hey, come on. This this apartment is is we all can't grow up in the suburbs, man. It's, it's not the apartment itself. It's yeah. outside of his door. It, like his inside was nice, but you got junkies coming in the second you open the door. The mom, how did she not get like assaulted when she left? I don't know how she's coming and going. Is there a lower class of thug than the thug with just a switchblade? Get right. And he looked like a junkie too. Like he looked like he was looking for heroin. <laughs> the bags I mean? under the eyes. Yeah, he definitely the had hair. That. Skinny as all hell. He looked like those guys from Death Wish. That's what he looked like. <laughs> it was bad. But this apartment seems like it's not a great place. His dad's not in his, his life. He's got you know his mom's working extra hard to try to support both of them. Seems like he's a daydreamer, right? Very and, much and like Barry Gabruski. Let's be clear. His dad is deceased. Yes. He, not deadbeat. Just well, dead. He's literally dead. Yeah. yeah. And they said it to the mom, again, to explain it, right? Right away. She's like, did I ask to be a widow at under 40? Yeah. Exposition <laughs> much, lady. Come on. It was it was extra much. Yeah. But he befriends this creepy theater worker named Nick. Yeah. What's a 12-year-old kid to do when you don't have friends? So he goes and hangs out at the smoothie theater, and I want to talk a little bit about this place, Bad Way. Where this kid is spending his time. Is this is this the type of place that you'd be hanging out? This, dare I say, Pee Wee Herman movie theater looking place. Derelict movie theater. <laughs> it looks like a... Now, let's, be, let's be serious. Let's call a spade a spade. This yeah. is a porno theater, right? It's a porno theater. It's a... It's a it's a heroin house. There was crack spray house. paint on the wall. Spray paint. There was people shooting up. Junkies. The- <laughs> like, whores. <laughs> there was just, this place was a dump, but the theater itself looked nice. Yeah. Like inside. It, it was once nice. Yes. Was once. This is the kind of place that has rats in the popcorn. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. And it didn't look nice, Drew. It, 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 back in the day, it looked nice. <laughs> Like the flashback to yeah. to the olden times. So he's sitting in the seats have like it's got the duct tape on it, probably urine soaked. Yeah. Just slushing around. Back when I was in the movie business, man, I know how they clean that stuff. Would you eat the popcorn there? No. What do you think they clean that popcorn machine? He he thought that they put M and M's and 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 raisinets in there, but that was actually just <laughs> rat, rat feces. Rat. <laughs> it was just rat crap. He's like, oh, M and M's, rat droppings. <laughs> no, this this place is this place is a dump. And the way that I understand it, and tell me if I was completely off base when I watched this, but I was under the impression that this guy Nick worked there since his dad owned the place, or he used to work there since Nick's his dad, dad worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the hell Nick's dad was, but he worked his way up to projectionist. He said, "Oh man," at one point, right? 
He's still working there. Were they selling this place? This is the part that I missed. It's and being it, shut down by the health inspector. <laughs> the health <Really>? code? <laughs> no, it, it seemed like prime real estate, you know, where somebody was, would just knock this over and put it in a historical landmark, though. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's been around for a long it's a, time. It's the first porno theater in Manhattan. Let's be real. This guy's wasted his life in this movie theater, and it's coming to an end. <laughs> and when he says he doesn't have much time left, it's not that they're selling it or knocking it down. It's that he's dying. <laughs> He's a dying, he's dying man. of failure. Is what he's doing. <laughs> oh my God, it's brutal. It's brutal. This poor guy spent his life in the movie theater. He was. Were they showing Jack Slater three because it was like an old movie theater showing old movies? Because four was just coming out. True. There's no one in that theater. I think the kid just requested it because it's kind of like the kid owns yeah. the theater at this point. Nobody's paying How for these movies. They po- but this kid's not paying. Yeah, no, he's not paying. So he goes to his best friend Nick's house. His house is the movie theater. And he's like, yeah, let's watch Jack Slater 3, man. Do they have, like, as movie theaters, do you just no. have the prints? Do you have to send them back? You, you work you in send the movie back. business? I, I used to be, I yeah. was heavily in the movie yeah. business. You have to send them back. They so, come, there's like a so guy. How does that guy have Jack Slater 3? Unless he stole it. He must have stolen but it. But they send like people, man. You, you I mean, this but, is before digital, but when but you had film, they would send somebody from, to pick it up. From what we know from the outside world of the city within this movie is that. There are no laws, all right? So you can <laughs> keep not, Jack Slater 3 in the movie theater because you can commit murder. This is the real world. You can break in. The cops aren't paying attention. Nobody cares. What else are they showing at this theater? Like, I, I swear to God, it, it just reminded me Barely of- Barely Legal 3. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Manual in Space. Manual in Space. That's what they're showing here. Yeah. This, is the, this place is weird. And if you noticed, at one point, the mom makes a very, very targeted comment about this guy being a creep hanging out with her son. Yes. He's like, I don't, I don't like you hanging out with this older guy. It's kind of weird. And maybe he's just an old, lonely man, but a little weird that he's hanging out. Like, does he yeah. have not have any friends? Does he live? Where does this guy live? Does he live in the theater? Well, I mean, it just reminds me of like he would have a cot or like a bed somewhere in the projection booth. Oh, he definitely does. You know, yeah, where he yeah. just hangs out. He yeah, lives he just, there. He just lives there. He doesn't go home. It's not a bad house. It is home. I mean, I, I guess all, if there's... Maybe all his friends are dead. He's an old man. Yeah, I guess Tough. if there's crackheads and people yeah. doing drugs everywhere, you I mean, know? I'm pretty sure in the deleted scenes, there's like somebody getting a beach, like three <laughs> rows down from where the kid was sitting watching Jack Slater 3. This is the type of place we're talking about. Listen, it's been a while since we earned our parental yeah. advisory. We got yeah. to dial it up here. <laughs> no, the hair of the needles were showing that yeah, like Ollie was watching the movie. It it's was. Just sad. So this guy's got this theater... He's showing Jack Slater 3. He says, hey, I got an advanced copy. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll I just, just dawned on me. That guy doesn't even own the theater. He's squatting. <laughs> He's squatting. <laughs> he doesn't squatters even own rights. the theater. Yeah. He's got squatters <laughs> that rights. Theater hasn't, that theater hasn't been active since 1987. They're kicking him He's out. He's squatting. Yeah. It could be. Showing old prints. He could be. Yeah. Well, he said, he says, which are, the point I'm trying to get to now is that he says, I've got Jack Slater 4. I have an advanced print. Fell off the back of a truck. Do you want to help me screen it? Do you remember that, that time? Sounds, that sounds code for something. Do you remember the time we screened episode three of Star Wars? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Badway, I think we said it on this show before. We got the chance to screen an, um, probably like a week in advance, episode three yeah. of, of Star Wars at Badway. One of the most anticipated movies of all time. All time. Is that, is that the first time that you fell asleep in so the movie? So how did that movie end? I forget. I don't know. I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I turn over and I hear... <sighs> He's sleeping. He's sleeping. But, but Nick, the projectionist, fell asleep during Zack Slater he 4 did. premiere. And then he thought that the kid left. Yeah. He has no responsibility to take care of this right. kid. So 
Am, is this, does this bode poorly for me? Am I? Is that my future? Am I Nick? You might be. <laughs> what if I'm Nick? You might be. You're oh, out no. of the. You're out of one type of movie business, oh, but no. there's there may be a future in another type of movie business. <laughs> hope not. Running an adult theater. I hope not. So let's talk about this ticket. So Nick gives him this ticket, and he says, "Hey, I got this." He sets it up. He's going to show him Jack Slater for whatever the hell the movie is at this point. It's 1V, yep. I said this last week. Tell me about the magic. This is where I want them to explain it. I don't want them to tell me what the mom's saying, all the exposition, but give me the explanation of the magic. He says, Harry Houdini gave this to my dad. He's got this ticket. It's like this special ticket. He's never used it before. He never had the guts to use it. Too scared. What if it's real? Got a little glistening on it that way. It had a little magic. Did it make the noise? It did. <laughs> it made the noise. It had a little gl- glimmer. Yeah. The glimmer yeah. man. A little bit. Tears the ticket. He's in the movie. Ooh. Is this your dream, Bad Way? Is this your dream scenario? I don't know, man. It's kind of scary. Let's talk about the world of Jack Slater. Yes. It's a parody of all action movies, it seems, right? You got the Los Angeles Police Department looking glam. Everybody's attractive. There's a yep. cartoon cat. All this crap, right? Explosions everywhere. The life, of, the life of a police officer is just very entertaining and spectacular. What movie were they going for with this? Because I, maybe, maybe Lethal Weapon. Maybe that's kind of it. I cut it, it's in a way because it's not really any movie that Arnold has done. If you can think about it, his are pretty bleak. Yeah. to be honest. Right, he's either a robot or he's in a freaking jungle or he's in a fake TV show. You know, it's it's a whole thing. So, I got I got a lot of lethal weapon vibes from it. Yeah. The more it's more grounded in reality, ridiculousness grounded in reality. Maybe more of a I don't know, Seagal-esque type that's type role. That Beverly yeah. Hills cop maybe, yeah. something like that, right. I guess. I what do you think of Jack Slater? So it it's kind of this I'd watch it. It's this me too, right? It's an ambiguous <laughs> character that Schwarzenegger just happens to be playing this guy Slater. His nemesis is some guy with a hatchet named the Ripper. <laughs> His son killed died. his son. Pretty and tragic. And, and and Slater three man. I'm surprised that it took up to Jack Slater three for him to die. Yeah. I feel like that's like a if you're gonna kill somebody's son, you do it in the first one. And then that builds his character yes. for future. Yeah, because who who was killed in the first one? Who was killed in the second one? Oh, Clearly, it wasn't his Slater daughter. Always wins, man. Maybe he had a yeah, but what's his motivation? You gotta give me something. Yeah, give me something. I don't know. Man. What do you think of Slater? So Slater is kind of. Difficult for me because I I, I don't want to criticize the movie because I like Jack Slater the character he's fun loving he's doing the one liners and it's it's a wink wink and a nod to all the action movies and Arnold himself kind of poking fun at himself in certain in certain ways because he's like it's like Mister Mister Pun if you will but at the same time it it it, I don't know it felt like too much right do you want to be a farmer bad way (laughs) here's a couple of (laughs) acres. It's that kind of thing, right? Or was it? It was too much, and like I guess they did that on purpose. But it, it kind of, I don't know. It's this made me roll my eyes a little bit too much sometimes. This movie is Jean Claude Van Johnson before it existed. Before Jean Claude was self aware. Yes. Yeah. It's it, this movie is JCVD before JCVD existed. Yeah. It's very. I hate. I hate the word meta. I, I hate to use yeah. that word, but I have to because it's the only word that I can use to describe it. Right. And I feel like that is it. And you said it best. Like, none of his characters are really like this. Yeah. It's maybe more like a Riggs and a Murtaugh. It's like if that's exactly what it is. If Arnold Schwarzenegger had a parody movie 
of himself playing a role, it would be Jack Slater. Right. And it's funny, like in that scene at the end where he's in the movie theater and he runs into the real Arnold Schwarzenegger when he crosses over to the real world and Arnold's telling him, hey, you should do stunt work. And Jack Slater's like, get away from me. You know how much pain you've caused me? It's like a really real moment. <laughs> you've caused me nothing but pain. You've caused me nothing but pain. Get away from me. <laughs> I think about all the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboards, and yeah. like half of those lines are from this yeah. movie. Rubba baby buggy bumpus. I'm the famous comedian Arnold Braunschweiger. Yeah. But it's but it's like a little bit of, a little bit of realism there. It's like so it, it can it can be a commentary on how an action star can be like typecast or like buried into a role, and it can cause a little bit of internal pain. I liked how they handled that, and the, you mentioned that scene, and not to jump ahead, but. The part where Who cares he does jump, see himself. <laughs> Listen, let's just preface this. There's yeah. no plot to this yeah. at all. We're just going to talk about whatever we want. Oh, the plot. There's a plot. It's boy goes in movie. That's yeah, it. and yeah. that's it. And he has to fight this guy. Yeah. But I loved, I loved the scene where Arnold was acting. I'm using yeah. the air quotes, acting yeah. as himself. Yeah. When he was like walking around with his wife. And yeah. he was trying to oh, look yeah. like he wasn't acting. Right. He looked really funny to me. But I I thought it was kind of, and that was good writing, I felt, and a good acting on his part where he was kind of being like a stuffy movie star. Yes. Like he wasn't being a dick, but he was kind of like, oh, this is me in my premiere. I thought it was like, it was subtle, but it was effective. And I liked how he ran up to the movie theater worker and was like, where am I sitting? <laughs> and the girl's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know, Mr. Schwarzenegger. Like, what would you do in that situation? Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> So let, let's talk about Slater a little bit. You know, he's this cop. He's He's got a, I don't know if he doesn't even have a partner. His wife left him. He doesn't have a wife anymore. Yep. His kid died. I don't even know when. It was episode three, I guess. Yeah, they had, to, they had the Slater three on the rooftop. We don't know what happened in the other ones. What do you think of this, the Ripper? Is he, is that his ultra nemesis? Of course. So for all three movies, the Ripper is the guy? Or is it just the third one? They introduced him. I think he's introduced to the third one. I think he's new. What did you think of that guy's look? I kind of liked it. It kind of looked like he had slime dropping off his face, right? <laughs> slime. He had the the like the like fisherman's coat on. It's kind of like he looks like he was got slimed by by the Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2. He did. He like did, he had, actually. He had, the, he had the ooze. It was, it was evil ooze, though. Too. <laughs> it was evil ooze. It was to switch to evil. Where does this guy rank? Like, it's hard to villain scale him because he's in a movie in a movie. It's a minor character. But treachery, like, he's got a good weapon. Killed a kid. He killed a kid. On screen, it's hard to do that in a movie. He did kill the kid. Yeah. He has a pretty good weapon. But he's not, he misses. He's got a good look. He misses. He's got a skullet. Yeah. He he's got the wet, the wet skullet. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not feeling this guy. He's got, a, he's got a great forehead. I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> he definitely had the fakest yeah. teeth of all time. Yeah. They're like the teeth that you get when you go to the grocery store and you stick a quarter in the machine yeah, yeah. and it's those fake rubber teeth. That's what that guy was wearing. That's how they kept the budget down. This guy is definitely minor character. Benedict is where I want to take this. Oh, yeah. This guy's awesome. Saves the movie in a way. He's the highlight of the movie. Yeah. He's definitely the highlight of the movie for me. Tywin Lannister himself, Benedict. This guy is so good. The acting is amazing and I like his motivation. I loved how he wanted to just wreak havoc. He had no other motive. Like, it wasn't, I'm going to go kill this guy's kid. He wasn't just crazy. Well, he was a smart villain. Well, yeah, because he spent the whole movie, you know, being a, you know, kind of a lackey for the mob boss. What was his name? I can't. Vivaldi. Tony Vivaldi. Vivaldi, yeah. So, and he knows, he knows that he's smarter than this guy, and he's plotting his, uh, his takeover. But the whole time, he's kind of, like, taking shit from him. And I kind of like that. Like he was, you could tell that it, he was going to do the double cross as as the Benedict, as it were. Yes. Yeah. 
Which I didn't even know. And I loved his arrogance. I loved his arrogance. But at the same time, he was being kind of undermined by his boss at every step. And and the way that they they wrote that in, which was actually pretty clever, was every time Vivaldi said something stupid, like make like a tree and get out of here, and he would correct him. And it was just... I'd hate to be the fourth wheel. (laughs) (laughs) The third wheel, you nimwit. (laughs) Like he would say that all the time. And I loved the look that he had with the changing eyeballs. Yeah. Just a great touch. Oh, yeah. It's a great touch. And he would change it to the smiley face. I guess his superpower, villain superpower, is he's also like a crack shot. He could just shoot anything from a million miles away. Is that yeah, what that he's, was? He's a dead shot. Absolutely. Is that only with that eye It's in? probably because of the eye. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like dead shot, like yeah. the actual you got one eye. You'll have, to wing, you'll have to close it, you know? So sometimes maybe when you shoot a gun, like you accidentally yeah. open your second eye. Yeah. I don't know. Where would you rank Benedict on on the the villain scale? On voice this? alone, he's like a seven. Yeah, right. You get the British, the nefarious British accent. You're already yeah. up there. I love feel. love the eye. You gotta have a gimmick. Love the eyeball gimmick. Would you have liked it if they slapped a ponytail on him, or did it would not have? Fit? I think he was ripe for a ponytail right? because he's well, got he had the linen suit at one point. Yeah. You, you know that they missed a golden opportunity. Yeah. And have you ever seen a redheaded guy in a movie with a ponytail? No. It's no, usually it's a balding hard. guy. So, But would it have been overkill to do eyeball and ponytail? No. I think no? it would have been You just go better. all out. You just go all out. You're going to commit to having a bad guy in your movie? Just yeah. take out all of all of the tropes. They were greased up <laughs> ponytail. Not were, just... It's got to be dripping. They were afraid to create a 10 out of 10 villain. Yeah. So they were afraid to go the extra mile. No, maybe... So here's the thing. Here's a the theory I have. Maybe he had a ponytail and Arnold came into it and said, yeah. you got to take that ponytail yeah, off. You can't. He's going to try to embarrass me. He's one up me. Trying to embarrass me, Charles. <laughs> speaking, speaking of ponytails, I was watching a Seagal movie the other day. What's the one where he's, um, he's looking for Richie? <laughs> Is it is it out for justice? Is that the one right where he got rid of the ponytail, but it looked like he just <laughs> snipped got, it? Yeah, he just cut it. <laughs> he just snipped it, yeah. and it it kind of just it fell apart, you know. So it's like it still slicked back. It looked like it's still kind of trying to go into the ponytail shape. Yeah. So it's like it's like a U shape in the back. It's, it's a like he was mullet. ready to shoot the seed, the first seed of the movie. And right before they started, he goes, someone cut my ponytail. <laughs> you know, these are these are going out of fashion. Anybody have any scissors? Get rid of this. I don't want to be conv- <laughs> confused for a bad guy. Because Gino what it, don't have no ponytail. Because <laughs> I feel like Charles Dance should have had a ponytail in this movie. And it should have been dripping wet, too. Soaking wet. So, like, he should have dunked it. <laughs> Remember the guy? <laughs> the guy that walks around with a bowl of water yeah. and just dunks it in the back? Yes. That's what they should have had. Good- <laughs> <laughs> the ponytail dunker. That's what they need. It's yeah. like it's like you got the caterers. I don't you, know. You got the makeup people. Maybe maybe red hair doesn't read well for ponytails. <laughs> maybe they tried it and it just didn't look right with the red hair. It doesn't read. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. No, I think he's um he's definitely up there. I would I would say he's one of the better villains that we've ever talked about on this show. Oh yeah, for sure. Like he's up there with Vigo, sure. the Carpathian. Yeah. <laughs> Especially villainous when he got to like real life New York City. Yeah, Love I mean, it. what do you think Love of his it. plan? He's going to go into movies and take all of the villains from all the movies. See, but there, there's his biggest flaw, though. You said the word was. He was going to. He, he didn't do any of that, did he? He, did. he was just talking about it. But that they ran out of budget. The problem is, right? So here's the, here's the meta aspect of it. Yeah. He is a movie villain yes. in the real world. So he's incapable of not explaining himself and That's right. his plan. It's true. Yeah, so he has it's to his, do it. It's his fatal flaw. It's yeah. his kryptonite, if you will. So and then you, you gather up a bunch of villains... You're gonna be. Tr- it's gonna be trouble because they're all gonna think they're like the main villain. 
They all think they're the final boss. You yeah. can't have five final bosses. Right? <laughs> Do they try to out-villain each other? Yeah. Like, you can't team up on that. So if he, like, did, like, he see... He the Grim Reaper. He saw Dracula. Yeah. And then, like, if you get Dracula, Dracula's not going to take a backseat to Benedict. Nosferatu? Right? Yeah. <laughs> Pinhead's not going to take a backseat to Benedict, right? <laughs> not going to happen. He's not going to. He's not going to. No. It's a bad, it's a bad idea, I It's guess. a bad idea. He should have slow-played it, you know? What if he, like, got second bananas? You know? Yeah, he could have. Don't get Freddy Krueger. Get like, I don't know. Who's, who's a good second banana? Jason's pretty... You can't handle Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I if, we're, if, we're do, if we're doing Arnold movies, get Colin Crisp. Yeah. He'll follow directions. He's got a ponytail, yeah, too. he's got a ponytail. He's got a ponytail. He's a good secondary boss. He's got a ponytail. Yeah. or Because we know that the mom is really the final boss yeah, of that movie. The right. old mom. Absolutely. She... <laughs> Get the secondary guy. You get Bane from the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Because he's not the He'll ultimate. follow directions. <laughs> He'll t- as long as he's in love with you. Yeah. He'll tell you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So I don't want to... I, I want to leave some time at the end. We're about halfway through. I just want to talk about the plot of this in a nutshell, right? The kid goes into the movie. He goes in. He becomes part of Jack Slater's life. This guy becomes the bad guy. And he goes out of the movie and he winds up going to the he real world. He gets the golden ticket. He gets the ticket. There's a whole bunch of crap that happens in the middle. It's crap. It, yeah. It's not even worth it's talking fine. about. It's just a fun movie. It's you fine. should watch, watch it. it. Yeah. But he leaves the theater and he starts to pluck these bad guys so, from the real world. So yeah, what we're glossing over is just car chases oh, yeah. and shootouts that two, are really good. Two hours. Of but it's not, you can't really talk about them. So yeah. it's fine. Just watch it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, it's just, it's, I don't want to like bore you guys. Like, yeah. oh, remember when that just was watch awesome? It. Just watch it. You should just watch yeah, it. Go on. But having said that, so he's out in the real world, and this is where like shit gets real, right? He's out in the real world. Arnold Schwarzenegger leaves. They leave. They go to chase him, and they're trying to get him. And he's like, "Man, I could just shoot anybody." Like you said, yeah. this place is like the worst place ever. Yeah, this is bad. It's this, you this, know, this is hell on earth. Is this how '90s New York City was? They really painted an ugly picture, didn't they? I, I mean, I don't, I don't recall it being that bad, but I guess it might have been. Maybe it depends on what yeah. part of the, the city most, you're in. The most memorable line of the entire movie, like from first time I watched it till today, I gave it a chuckle is when he shot the mechanic and he's just yelling out loud, I've shot someone, I'd like to confess. And the guy from the window up top, shut up, pipe down out here. <laughs> it's a great joke. It's great. It is. And it was, it was the real world at yeah. that point too. Yeah. Shut up. Who cares? Arnold Schwarzenegger tries to play chicken. And basically gets destroyed. Yeah, smashed. <laughs> the kid's like crying. Separated shoulder. I mean, he's like, he's at the movie premiere. Yeah. You know, I think Charles Dance did a great move. Tywin Lannister, a.k.a. Benedict, did a great move of bringing the real Ripper into it. Yeah. And the fact that the Ripper's agent was like talking to him. He's like, hey, man, what are you dressed in costume for? You're not supposed to show up like that. So let me ask you about his plot. Now, maybe I'm not understanding his plot. Maybe I glossed over it when I was watching it just this time around. Was Benedict's plot was for the Ripper to kill the real Arnold Schwarzenegger? Is that right? Yes. So that, and, but it was, but it's a, a plot hole because if he dies, then they can't make an, they can't make that movie, so it doesn't exist. So then Benedict would cease to exist. Yeah. So uh, let me let me ask you this: So if Arnold dies, is it a Back to the Future scenario where Jack Slater will like fade out? I and so and, and so will Benedict, but it shouldn't be because Jack Slater four was made. If he was the Slater from Jack Slater five, then okay. maybe he yeah. would. Ooh. Then he would fade. Good See, catch. We got Good the catch. rules here, right? If he goes back, if they're yeah. showing any screen print of 
Jack said are one, two, three, or four. Yeah. It shouldn't matter whether okay. he dies or not. If he yeah. was from five that was yet to be filmed, right. then yeah, then he would die. Okay, so Benedict... But that was his plan. So Benedict and Slater would still exist in the real world if real Arnold Schwarzenegger was killed. I say they would, but okay. the movie says they would not. Okay. I think I think the way that the movie yeah. was trying to say it was he wanted it to end him so that Slater died. And it's like, you're you're done. So then, But maybe then Benedict's thinking about sequels and not so much the, the, the present. That's, oh. that's true. But Benedict has the ticket. He's not... Does a plan on what going back care? into the movie world? He can go to any movie. He can go to Emmanuel in space and join that movie. He could. Does the ticket work on Pornos? <laughs> he he could go into Pirates. Does the ticket work on Pornos? I don't know. I mean, he. <laughs> he I'm sure. Let's let's be serious. He tried that now one. Let, out. I'm not, without getting graphic, I have a serious question that I need you to answer truthfully. <laughs> okay. okay. So in the adult film industry, yes. So these are real women that have sex on yes. camera, right? It's true. But they're not sluts or like. <laughs> sexual like predators <laughs> or <sure>? not predators <laughs> am i taking it too far they're not they're not like they're not like nymphomaniacs in a sense that they gotta have it all the time right it's a job they're acting right so if you golden ticket a scene of an adult film actress or actor <laughs> you're in the hyper style like, do, do you get like are they like sexed up people yes. or are they themselves because it's because it's a movie but no. it's, but they're real people it's the act <laughs> you know yeah, but they don't. They're. I don't know. <laughs> You're afraid to answer this. You're afraid to answer. I don't know if we can down this path, but all, all I'll say is, let's say they go, you know, into Stagnetti's revenge yeah. for some. For so some let, word. let's 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 be like let's keep it topical or like yeah. for, Let's show what we're, we're in 2018. Yes. So Stormy Daniels is in the, in the news for yes. this Donald Trump thing, right? Yes. So let's. So Stormy Daniels is a real person. It might not be her real name. It's That's definitely correct. not her real name, but she's a real person. In her movies. She's got to have sex, right? That's, that's like she's got to have it. It's like acting, right? But she's acting. So if you go to a porno theater, which probably doesn't exist anymore, and you pull her out of that movie that she's in, is she Stormy Daniels, like the down to earth? It's whatever girl, character. When she's clocked out, or is no. it her and her character? It's the character that's always like sexed up. It's because Ian McClellan comes out as as freaking <laughs> that's true. The Grim Reaper, right, and he's about to kill somebody. So so. Yeah, you better watch out. So Charles Dance had like 24 hours of that ticket. Did he, oh, he did he did. visit other theaters he is what I'm asking. <laughs> he definitely did. He definitely did. Let's be serious yeah. here. Let's be serious. Okay. All right. I'm sorry to pull you away from I just, no. I, just I had to I had to ask. I don't remember what we were talking about. I had about. to ask. I, don't even, I can't even keep a straight face right now. I don't remember what we were talking about. Drew's afraid about losing his job. Yeah. I, I like putting him on that spot. I don't. He doesn't know how to answer these questions. All I'll say is, you know where he went. That's all. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> we know where he went. <laughs> Having said that, Benedict's not a dumb man. Benedict here. Benedict. It's Benedict. He he comes back out. Oh to man, the I know. Yeah, if they do a parody of that porno, forget it. He's going. Well, he's, you know what the name would be. He's going all over. You know what the name would be. <laughs> it's real easy. He's going all over the place, trying to keep it on the rails here. Uh, he's all going all over the place. He brings these guys back out. Slater is is vulnerable. He gets. He gets effed up in this car crash. Yeah. He's got messed up shoulder, right? He's going around. He gets he gets shot at one point. Shot in the chest. You know? But before we get there, he's running around the theater, and people think it's like elaborate cosplay. It's great. And Arnold Schwarzenegger thinks that it's his stunt double, and he's yeah. all mad at him. But that was... like, Let's say you're at the premiere of this movie. You go watch Batman Superman. Let's say you go watch that, or you go watch like Avengers, right? Yeah. Right. And freaking Captain America's in there and he's like fighting, I don't know, like Loki or Batman's fighting the Joker in the theater. It's like, it's like, 
That's like some fourth wall breaking yeah. stuff oh, yeah. right there. Oh, yeah. Like people thought that was a spectacle. Like that's amazing. Would you would you fall for that or would you be scared? Like people were like, this is awesome. See, if it were and you presented as superheroes, yeah. like Batman versus Joker yeah. or Captain America versus Loki, that's not believable. That's like ridiculous because there's <laughs> creeps and tights, right? But in this case, where it's Slater versus Ripper, where there could easily be a maniac with an axe who may very well be trying to murder somebody during this movie premiere, I'd be a little afraid. I wouldn't think it's part of the production. I would be, I'd be trying to run out of the theater. You know it's not that, you know it's not the rubber cleaver that Under Siege 2 has. Yeah, no, it's not. So, like, so what would you, what would you do? I, I would mean, run away. I would think it's real. If it were the superheroes, I would think it's part of the show. But what if they start like sh- shooting guns and stuff, you know, like the Joker has a gun or like sprays an acid flower on somebody. Yeah, they got, they got effects, man. <laughs> it can't effects. be real. There's no guy dressed as a Joker trying to terrorize people. So, so you're saying if it's a guy dressed in a costume, you're not believing it. But if it's a guy that looks kind of real. If there's a guy dressed in a costume based in reality, then I will assume that based on how crazy and messed up this world is, I'm leaving the theater as quick as possible. So this, this is, this is I'm not going to take any chances. This is like, you know, when I talk about watching TV shows with, with my wife, right? Like she doesn't like to watch Breaking Bad because it's too close to home. It could be the guy down the street. Based in reality, yeah. But you watch Game of Thrones and, okay, there's no White Walkers. There's a faraway land, there's dragons. So this is not real. that you're going yeah. with those rules. If right. it's real, you're yeah. not accepting it. Yeah. If it's real, you're you're not going to yeah. be there. If it's fake, you're the guys you're, dressed you're up like Captain there. America. I'm not worried about it. They start clearing the theater, man. I mean, people are running out like crazy, and rightfully so. The guy had a real legit axe. They it go was on, a shoot axe. They go on the roof. Turns into another scenario, very similar, like Jack Slater. He's got to protect three. Danny, who like doesn't care as much about as his son. But hey, you got to like you, you can't make up for it. If he died, do you think he would care that much? No, it's like it's a thing where it's like you try to make it right, but the son's still dead. He so just go back like, into the yeah. movie and it's yeah. over, right? Yeah. I mean, if they could find the ticket, there's a lot of Danny's out there. All Danny just had the ticket. He he does help him. He he does succeed. The Ripper yes. dies, and then Charles Dance comes up there. He gets him. I mean, he gets got. Got got. What'd you think of that scene? I felt like he got taken out kind of kind of like a bitch, for lack of a better word. Yeah, because what are you going to do? Because really, at the end of the day, all, all Benedict has is a gun. You're not going to fight Jack Slater. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. He got shot. He, he, I liked his speech about him speech. being the villain of the world and how the real world is the world for him. I kind of like that. I don't disagree with what and he it said. Was, like, it, it made sense within the movie plot to him to over explain his plot to take over the world and That's basically a, was his was his undoing. I like it. So he so I keep wanting to call the kids Jamie. Jamie. <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Jamie. Because every kid in a Schwarzenegger movie is Jamie. Jamie. So this kid realizes Schwarzenegger's shot. But hell man, if he gets him back into the movie, it's only a flesh it's just wound. Just a flesh wound, man. So he's gotta find the ticket. He goes back, he finds the other half of the ticket, like you said, and he gets him in the movie and he's fine. Yeah. But then he also gives his his boss a dressing down of his own. <laughs> now he's self now he's self aware. He's self aware. So Peter. does that mean in Jack Slater five he's going to be acting differently because it's dependent upon the writers, right? So how is he setting those lines? That's not written in the movie. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. So now it's like all it's crazy, right? What are the now rules? It's just crazy. What are the rules? So after like so, how does Jack Slater exist? I think this is in this kid's head. So. The whole movie's in the kid's head. I think the kid fell asleep in Hamlet class, and uh, he's he's just dreamt. He fell it all asleep up. at two a.m. at the movie theater and dreamt this all up because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. 
soaked in urine they, in his seat while the porno was playing. While the porno was underage, playing. yeah, they started they started one off. <laughs> Jack, Jack Slater isn't even on in that theater. No, no, yeah. it's not. Jack Slater yeah. is on instead. <laughs> so let's get to the important stuff. Bad way. I thought we did. We were talking about the porn stars. Movie's over. That was the important part. The movie's over. Forget Stormy Daniels coming out of the movie. I want to talk to you about the worst movies to be inside of. Let's say you get the ticket of Schwarzenegger's movies. Yes. Which are the three least that you would go into? And tell me why. Because I know mine. Okay. But you tell me yours. Maybe they're the same. Well, uh, let's see. The first one would be this movie. Because I don't want to meet that kid. I'd punch him and then I'd go to jail. If you go in the movie, can you go in the movie in the movie? In the movie in the movie in the movie. I don't know. So he's probably the type of kid that could beat me up though. Like, you know, there's, there's like 12 year olds that could beat you up. He's got a mean side. Yeah. <laughs> he probably, probably whooped my ass. No. I thought, I thought no 12 year old could beat you at anything. Sports. Sports wise. Yeah. So you, a fight. So, so if you went in a boxing match, he, you would beat him. But if you fought on the street. Yeah. Because all bets are off. You might pick a rock up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you went in a UFC, you're in the octagon. Yeah. I'll get him. You'll get him. If there's a ref there, I'll get him. But if, cause it's a sport. It's, yeah. Cause there's rules. But if you fight in the schoolyard, <laughs> yeah. you're, you're no not. No 12 year old could beat me at anything. In, in a sport. In, in a sport. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. I this has it. been established <laughs> as per our sudden death episode. This is the rules. Go back at our archives and listen to sudden death. Uh, to it's get probably like episode yeah. 17 yeah. or something. I don't even remember. <laughs> but no. Yeah. But seriously, um, I guess the obvious answer is Predator, right? Yeah, that's right? definitely on my list. Although, counterpoint, Predator doesn't attack unarmed people. Yeah, but if you go into the movie, are you automatically armed no. because you become part of the what film? What if you're just in the jungle, taking a walk? Yeah, jungle? collateral damage, man. And not the movie. Not the movie, collateral not damage. The also, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, movie. no. Um, if you're not a threat, he's not going after you. He's, it's all about the, the the thrill, the hunt for the predator. But doesn't he self destruct at the end? What if you're in the blast zone? You could be in the blast. You could, zone. You could yeah, die yeah. that way. You're gonna run. Yeah. I don't think I, I'm fast I, I, I guess he's not noble, right? He doesn't care. If, no, like he takes someone with him. Yeah, but he, he's not trying to hunt you. He's not trying hey, to hunt everyone. Just Arnold and Again, his cronies. Collateral damage. Yeah. You're there. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. I don't have the bicep length to <laughs> the bicep <laughs> to fight length. him. To fight you predator, just he roll around in the mud. He man. doesn't care. What What do you got? I say definitely predator because I'll assume that I have to be armed to be in that movie. Yeah. And even if I wasn't, I'd be dead. There's no way I could survive in the jungle that long. No yeah. way. Even with muddy Arnold Schwarzenegger. The second one that I have is Running Man. I don't want to be in that world. Oh, that that's world, the worst. That world so is, hectic, so stressful. And and I feel like I'm gonna get sucked into the tube there with yeah. Richard Dawson. I'm I'm going down. I don't want to fight those yeah, guys. I would say the chance. Jesse Ventura? Yeah, no. The freaking guy with the, the chainsaws? Yeah, I would not say the chance because chainsaw guy. That That's not a movie I want to be in. I wouldn't even run. I would just like quit and then yeah. I'd, I'd die. <laughs> that would be bad. Just I don't out. have fight in me, Drew. I don't know if you know this. Just hang out in the trash I don't trash have pile. much fight in me. So, <laughs> yeah, I would definitely die in that movie. Yeah. And then the third one that I picked was... um. I don't want to live in a world where the devil comes and takes over the world. Yeah, that's, so kinda, that's a little scary. I'm picking end of days. End of days. I think it's a little too much like <laughs> Armageddon for me. Yeah. Like like literal Armageddon. Yeah. Like I don't I don't want to be part of that world. Yeah. So I don't well, know. Did what you if you got shot with one of those eraser guns from Eraser? Yeah, that would be bad too. <laughs> I mean, how does that feel? Like I, you get all like it just your flesh disintegrates. Yeah, I I just I don't think I'd want to be be in that one either. Did you have a third? No, I think you pretty much hit him. I mean, obviously Terminator 1, 
I would actually like see if we're doing. I was gonna like, say, do, would you like to be in any? That's my next in question. A, in a game scenario, right, where I know that I have the ticket and can leave at any time, would it be a little fun to be in the world where the Terminator's out to get you? <laughs> and really. then once he's close enough, you're like, all right, I'm out of here. Yeah, but I don't know if they establish enough of the rules. It almost seemed like a ripple in time that he just so happened to be able to get out of the world. Oh, if he's coming to the real world. It's not like a switch. You know what I mean? You open the gate. You don't stop. You Do open I get the- Reese? I don't think Does so. Does Reese get to escort me? No, he's dead by If I point. go into Terminator, then we're cool. But if Terminator comes into the real world, then I'm screwed. Yeah, but yeah. even if you go into the real world, if you go into the Terminator, can is it established that you could leave so easily? No, I could die as long as I'm not a main character. That's As Dan- Danny realized that he was not a main character and he tried to play chicken, it yeah. worked out so well for it's, him. It's true. Lucky he didn't die. It's, he is lucky. You can't. You can die in the movie world if you're not a main character. So, what are? Is there any other ones that you would like to go into? Because I'd like to go into Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> I'd like to just be part of that world. I, I would love to have him. Aren't as my you afraid teacher. that that Crisp is gonna like? I don't know. I'm more afraid of his mom. <laughs> like he, he, I'm just trying to think. He won't do anything. He's well, the worst villain. Yeah, well, he won't do anything. While well, I'm buying do? a Christmas present <laughs> yeah. for my daughter, yeah. he's gonna steal it from. Yeah, me he's gonna steal me. your Christmas present. Yeah. No, he's just a, he's after his son. That's yeah. all. I like the sixth day too. I'd be in that. I would be a jiggle all the way, and I would be the third guy going after the Christmas toy. You get it? I would like go versus Sidbad and Arnold. So you mentioned villains entering the world. Let's say you go into some of these movies. Of the Schwarzenegger movies, like which are the worst ones that could get out? You don't want the T one thousand. Yeah. All right. I'd rather have the T eight hundred than the I'd rather 1, have the T eight hundred than the T one thousand. Because T one thousand can be anybody. He can do the Alex Mack melt thing. <laughs> Meltdown? Yeah. You can't stab him, you can't shoot him, can't blow him up. Definitely. We already talked about the Predator. And then what about Mr. Freeze? Yeah, he's corny, though. He needs diamonds. Yeah, but he can freeze you, man. He needs the diamonds, though. I hate the cold. But I don't think there's enough diamonds in the world that he could easily have accessibility to that he could fill his freeze gun. He's a doctor, man. He can find the diamonds. (laughs) He can find the diamonds. He's a doctor. So let, let let me ask the question this way, maybe. Instead of rather than sneaking into the real world, if you were a villain, you're Benedict. All right. You could go into any movie that you want. Any movie I choose. Anyone that you... Anyone that you choose. Yeah. Which movies are you going into? You pick three villains from any movie, regardless of Schwarzenegger okay. or anything. What movies are you going into to assemble your superhero or super villain like death squad? What if I went into Justice League and pulled out evil Superman? Yeah, that that could be pretty good. Let, let me flip this. I don't mean to flip the question on you real quick, though. Let's say as for good, like for not for evil, for good, we pull Superman into the real world. Yeah. How would the world handle that? It would be Man of Steel. <laughs> the movie was made already. <laughs> it would be, they wouldn't know how to handle it. How do you handle, like, it's, it's a very, that's why Man of Steel is such a good Zack movie. Zack Snyder made a documentary yeah. called Man of Steel. About- it's like, how would they, like, would, would this thing, like, yeah. would we turn him evil just because we try to dissect yeah. him and, like, persecute him and just basically yeah. be so afraid of him that we wouldn't know what to do and, with him? And I know that people don't like that movie, but if you were asking about how the world would react, I think it's actually pretty accurate to how yeah. they, whether you like that yeah. version of Superman or not is up for debate. We would put him on trial. <laughs> I do <laughs> believe that that would happen. Yeah. Save a million lives, but hey, if you kill one person yeah. by by accident, there was that. You slammer. failed. You failed. You suck. Any other, any other movies you would go to get some villains? Uh, my, my worst fear, I mean, you could go Chucky because it's like he's the ultimate because like who believes a doll's real? 
Anything that's how you, really that's how you create psychopaths. Could you control them, though, is the question. You can't control them. That's my problem. That's what Benedict's main problem is. That's why you need crisp. <laughs> I like what you, you said. A secondary villain, the second rate villain. Yeah, yeah. second rate villain. Yeah. I, I like that theory. Yeah. I do like that theory. Yeah, you need like uh, I don't know. Uh, I draw a blank on top of my head. The coach of the Hawks. What's his name? Oh, Coach Riley. Coach Riley. Yeah, yeah Coach Riley. Can, that's actually you know not a I mean? bad guy. Like you could make the world a little bit worse of a place. Yeah, have a just guy be a dick. Beat up just on walk kids. around being a dick. Yeah. Would you rather have him or Stanson? <laughs> I think I think Riley's more evil. Riley's man. probably more. We evil. had this debate because he will psychologically ruin you, just like he ruined Bombay, made him an alcoholic. I guess I don't know who I would pick. Well, actually, you know what? I do. I yeah. think I I could think of one. What's that? It's it's on the wall over there. You but bring the, a, you bring a Vigo. But the question is, do I have to bring the painting into the world and then make <laughs> him turn into? Like, I think you have to carry the painting. So you have like because I can't go into the movie at the point where he turns into like the kind of half real person. Yeah. Because in Ghostbusters 2, if you remember that part, he hadn't gone into the baby yet. Right. So he was still kind of half alive. Right. So that wouldn't tran that wouldn't translate into the real world, right? Like I'd have to go in, get the painting and transition the painting into the world. You'd also need to get a baby, a child. Yes. And then and then yeah. convert him into the but child. But do you also need the river of slime? You do actually. You probably do, right? But does the river of slime happen in the real world because the painting is here? Because yeah, he brings the river. Yes. See, these are the questions. Yes. But uh, to, again, uh, our main theme of this perfect secondary villain because like who Vigo was awful. Yeah, he was an awful final boss. At Ghostbusters too. He, he hopped into the painting. He hopped out of the painting, and they put him back in the painting. And he possessed Ray. It for took like, like a three minutes. That's very true. <laughs> he, he possessed Ray, and it's very easy to possess Ray. Let's be honest. <laughs> Ray is very. He gets into things very quickly. Right? We'd like to shoot the painting, please. Yes. He's very he's very easily distracted, Ray. That's that's the question. Do I need to bring the painting or not? And does yeah. the River of Slime you gotta come carry with the it? painting? But I think Benedict would be that's a great villain because I think he could order Vigo around. He could. I love your theory, man, about the second second rate yeah. villains, like the hack right. villains, basically. Because yeah. if you get somebody who's too smart, you're not going to control yeah, them. Exactly. So you you need the mindless ones. You need you need, you need top quality henchmen. I, I definitely I'll, agree with that. I apologize, I'm not on top of my game today. I can't think of more. But like, if you guys definitely want to. Tweet us, email us, Facebook us, some top-notch quality secondary villains that Benedict could pull out of movies by all means. Let's get a list going on the Facebook yeah. page. Facebook. Maybe I'll try to think of some. I'll, I'll start it off. Keep it going. I'll we'll start thinking them. It. Yeah, it's like you know, two a.m. here. You know, I mean, <laughs> it just go, it just goes to prove you that we you know we do very little planning for this. We're, we just, we're, we're, we're shooting here. off the hip here, so we actually have a good idea, and we just can't follow <laughs> through on it. <laughs> oh my god, man! Depends on how how late we start the podcast. So was Stagnetti a villain? <laughs> His well, he gets revenge. He does. So I'm not sure. Know. I don't know. You know that movie was that blockbuster? Was it really? Yeah. The the but uh, it was the, the Skinamax version, right? Yeah. And my boss rented it out. <laughs> he, did. he did. And he said did he had to, he had to watch it so he could tell customers yeah. if it's good or not. Okay. okay. Yeah. If it's All good right. or not. If yeah. it's good or not. All right. <laughs> Before we get out of here, I want to leave you guys with a little bit of trivia. This movie has a very interesting story about it. So I've got some facts that I'm going to hit you up with, Badway. You tell me whether yeah, you believe these or not. All right, true or false? Because I, I did not fact check all of these. Oh, I'm sure they're all true if you got them from IMDb. They were <laughs> TV. So did you know? Yahoo Answers. And, and tell me if this was the right choice or not, okay? Yeah. Steven Spielberg was offered the chance to direct this film, but he turned it down for another little-known film from 1993 called Schindler's List. 
Did he make the right choice? No, man. He should have directed Last Action Hero. Would this have been a better film if Steven Spielberg directed it? Absolutely. But let me ask you this. So Spielberg, he did, did he, he did True Lies, right? No, that did, was who, who did James Cameron. James Cameron, that's right. Sorry. I got to get so, the buzzer out here. Yeah. So Spielberg never worked with Arnold. That's right? correct. Yeah. Interesting. What if he could have gotten this the best been, out of him? This would have been a lot better, I feel. Even though this guy, I forget his name. It's John McTiernan. McTiernan, yeah, yeah. Classic action movies he made. Kind of fell off a cliff after, you know, after Dire with Vengeance, I think it was his last big movie. Yeah. But clearly he was qualified and he did a good job. But if you combined Shade Black with Steven Spielberg, it might have been something special. It could have been. Yeah. It could have been. Another fact about this, this movie has a checkered past. Yes. It's got a lot of interesting things where they talked about the filming of it, the way that they were releasing it. Did you know that they were filming it all the way up until the week that it was released? That's ridiculous. Now, I want to know what scenes were they filming? I don't know. Is that really true? That's I, I, what I they call said? bullshit. I it's, don't know. It said it in multiple locations. To be filming it. <laughs> I could see editing it. Maybe. Filming maybe. it. But didn't they do that with that movie where they edited Kevin Spacey out just recently? Where they like Yeah, but that's like emergency. Yeah, emergency surgery that's a, in the studio. It's emergency sexual assault editing. Yeah, that that's that's that is definitely it's a little different. Arnold Schwarzenegger thought that this script, the original script that he read, was one of the best he'd ever read. It's especially the, like, fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic. The all the elements of comedy, action, and satire within it. And Charles Dance went on to say that he had won a part turned down by Alan Rickman. So originally this movie was supposed to have Alan Rickman as Benedict. <laughs> would it would it, better or worse? Ooh. Worse, but not so bad. Right? Yes. Rickman could have pulled it off. I think he would have been better. You think, think it would have been better? better. Like, yeah. did it? Did the role require? You're talking a about British Hans guy? Gruber, man. Yeah, you're talking about Hans Gruber here. We, yeah. we like this is all time villain here. Yeah, I thought Dance was awesome though, so I, I wouldn't replace him. My last piece for you, and this will be hotly debated for years to come. Years for years and decades to come. Arnold Schwarzenegger considered Last Action Fear, Last Action Hero. I can't even read anymore. His first real failure after an unbroken string of successes. He also considered it the beginning of the end of his film career. True. He hadn't even made True Lies yet. True Lies was his last great movie. So this is the beginning of the end. He hadn't even made Batman and Robin yet, Bad Way. True Lies was his last great movie. He hadn't even made, I don't even know, Collateral Damage. Collateral Damage. End of days. He hadn't made The Expendables yet. Expendables. I mean, those are good movies, but like it was all downhill from there. I... Don't know if I agree with I his agree. sentiment here. I think his his pre True Lies career was better than his post True Lies career. No denying that. Not to say that it's bad, but better. No, True Lies is probably his best movie. It's probably his peak. Yeah, I think. And it's, all due respect to Terminator Two, I think it's probably his best. Yeah, all around best movie. It is. Yeah, all I've, around yeah. best movie. So let's leave it with a rating. What do you think of this movie? How do you feel about it? Does it hold up to you? Do you did you love it? Did oh you, did yeah, I definitely. I, I mean, this has always been a favorite of mine. I mean, I started with an eight, probably was a nine when I was a kid. Down to an eight now. Danny was definitely the worst part, very annoying. So bump it down to a seven point two. Charles Dance. I haven't watched this movie since I knew who Tywin Lannister is. Yeah. So let's bump it back up to an eight, and we'll keep it there at an eight. You keep it at eight. Yeah. I'm going to go 7.1. What was the last time I scored a movie higher than you? Um, 
I feel like never. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I feel like never. I mean, when we do Bauer Hour, I'm always 10 <laughs> yeah. out of 10, right? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. no, I would say 7.1. It's not his best movie. It still holds up to me. It holds a special place in my heart. But I felt like the kid annoyed me so much that I couldn't take him. I just couldn't take yeah. him. Yep. It's every year you get older, the more this kid is annoying. So when you were <laughs> young, you loved him. Every year, subsequent year, awful, awful If I awful, watch awful, this awful. in 10 years, you know, this is you, can't, you won't be able to watch this movie in 10 years. You have to turn it off. Kid, because it's damn kid. You have to turn it off. Yeah. So before we get out of here, I just want to leave you guys with one email. The last word podcast at gmail.com if you want to email us. This comes from our friend and listener of podcast, Chris. He says, welcome back. Just wanted to say how happy I was to see an episode pop up in my podcast app this morning. Miss hearing from you guys. I went back, listened to the old Christmas-related episodes last month, so you guys have become part of my holiday ritual. Definitely going to add this episode to the list next year. Jack Frost itself, maybe not. You're not going to watch Jack Frost, buddy? Come <laughs> well, on, you know hope you want all's to. all going well with you two. Please be careful with those splits, which we still owe the people. We owe the people. We, we're we're, we're limbering up. We're, 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 uh, we're, we're greasing up our hamstrings. Yeah. Just like the polls got yeah. greased in Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you want to send us an email, the last row podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at the last row pod, facebook.com slash the last row pod. Let us know what villains and second rate characters that you'd want to get out of your film. Second rate podcast on Instagram. here. <laughs> what second rate podcast? The last row podcast. You're never going to listen to again on Instagram at the last row pod. Stay tuned for the split. If you haven't had a chance, leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you're enjoying the show. Thank you to everybody that's done so, so far. And we'll see you guys next week. So, Evan Stone, is he... He's Stagnetti, right? Is he Stagnetti? And he's getting revenge. I didn't think he was Stagnetti. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who the hell knows? Do you still keep in contact with your old employees? And get revenge on that ass, sweetie.